Hey, what's up? I'm Joel Madden, and this is Artist Friendly. On this episode, I'm talking to Jamie Morgan from Code Orange. Let's do it. What's up, Jamie? What up? Thanks for coming, dude. Thanks for having me. Dude, I'm stoked. Me too. Um, so, uh, I guess we can start with, I'm sitting here looking at the new album stuff. It's coming out September 29th. Yeah, yeah. Um, got Billy Corgan on the album. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Are you a fan? Yeah, of course. Cool. How did you, How did that happen? Just like mutual. We had a manager at the time who knew him and sent him some of the stuff, and he was down with it. I started texting with him, and we got on the phone. We, we clicked pretty good, had like a good talk, and then he was working on some like country type shit or something in nashville and he was like if you guys want to come down and just like when i'm done with the sessions we can just hang out at night and like go through stuff and work on stuff and just shoot the shit basically in a studio so me reba and shade went up there and it was it was killer and he we just were texting and talking and stuff like that that's cool yeah that's that's dope i would probably be I don't know why, but I guess I would be a little nervous talking to Billy Corgan for whatever reason. Dude, he's cool, man. And we have some common ground. He's like, he does does a lot with like the wrestling stuff and we've done some stuff there. And also I've been into that my for my whole life. So I kind of, we could, we kind of could start there and you know, it was WWE. He has a promotion that's like a revival of an old school promotion called the NWA and he owns it and like runs it. And it's like studio wrestling. So it's like kind of done it looks very different. It looks super old school. It's got, and it's got a really cool vibe to it. And he like runs the whole promotion and stuff. And we've done some like WWE. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's like a fan of wrestling. Yeah. It's like, I think we got along cause it's like in his blood. Like he right. really knows the shit. I feel I do as well. Yeah. So we could, we could chat a little bit and speak the same language. When did you get into uh, wrestling? Like as a kid? Yeah. Cool. When I was a little kid pretty much. I always think that the the wrestling thing's interesting because um there is like a whole culture around it that is like die hard. Mm-hmm. The, there's a fandom around it that is like die hard. People that know everything about it. You know, I know that um Poppy, she's she's gotten in, she's been into wrestling. She's been a fan, I guess her her whole life. Okay. And she's been doing some stuff there. There's a credibility to like they know if you've been to it or not. So if you're just trying to jump on the wave, you can't I know for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's different, you know, it's like literally anything in this world. There's like, uh, comes in waves of popularity and it's definitely kind of hit the alternative culture in the last like five, five, six years or something like that. So I think it's cool. I mean, I'm I not, it's cool. I'm not sitting there like necessarily watching like the TV show like all the time, but I kind of like, there's ways to stay plugged in that I've just been kind of, doing my whole life just in the background since right. i was like 14 or 15 right so it's kind of just like one of those things you don't like i'm not fucking you know my room's not covered in toys right, and right. shit or anything yeah. but yeah you know yeah but, but it uh, might have been when you were younger it's definitely influenced my mentality a lot rick rubin talks a lot about that too i don't know if you um have checked out like his he just put a book out like a couple months ago it's not really like a biography or anything it's kind of like his a philosophy book almost right. but he like always kind of says that he feels like wrestling is like one of the most reflective things of real life that there is you know so that's like his his mentality on it. you always see him like in the front row with no shoes and shit up there oh at wrestling yeah i didn't know that he was into wrestling. Oh, he's big into it that's cool he's like die hard yeah that's cool do you agree with him? Like, what do you think it is that wrestling kind of captures that's like, say, maybe metaphoric for it, real life or represents real life or or how we behave? What I like about it is it actually is kind of in some ways representative of like what I'm trying to do musically, which is mm. like one layer of the onion is for the lowest common denom, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. It's just some dumb shit. You know right. what I mean? But if you want to peel back the curtain, you know, there's many different ways to get into it, whether it's enjoying the show or enjoying like the matches and like understanding like how that works physically and like a little bit of like a deeper level than like what meets the eye or it's just, you know, respecting the physicality of or kind of knowing what goes on like behind the scenes or whatever. So it's kind of like there's a lot of angles you can take at it. And, and there's like, a lot, there's a lot of theater to it all, right? For sure. Yeah. Right. And, and, like it's kind of like they there's a lot of line blurring of like what 
you know, when it's done well, which it's actually often, especially like not done now, like not right. done well, but there's like great blurring of like actual reality and what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, people, I know a lot of those guys, it's like an extremely crazily painful thing to do. I mean, they literally like, like they sacrifice their, their dude, bodies, if you're there yeah. and you touch the shit they're falling on, I mean, it's not much more than this right here. Right. They just condition their necks and backs and stuff to be able to like, fall flat on that and it's insane like people watch it i think and think it's like some trampoline shit or something but it's so there's a lot of cool layers to it and um but i'm just into like all forms of art like i'm a huge movies guy right. and, and and music of course and uh books as much as possible and everything so i just like all forms of art do you read a lot i try especially in the last you know five or six years i try yeah. i definitely have one of those brains that's hard to tune in. So I have to like, I have to work on it, but I do work at yeah, it. And I, I have to I listen it. to the books. On I tape. do that as well. I have the yeah. audible. Yeah. And I hit that as well. That's, I like that. A, a lot of like big, like superstars obviously have come out of wrestling too. When you think about like, obviously the rock, John Cena, people mm -hmm. like that. I think that's pretty interesting how that translates over to like. Well, to, if you can act and like literally be like, concuss and have a torn rotator cuff and have you know a blown knee then you could probably just do it regular as well do you feel like your your music you do you feel like you have a uh your music has any like a good relationship with with wrestling fans do you feel like there's a translation there a little bit i mean we did uh two theme songs for this wrestler who's pretty popular there now that's called named uh bray wyatt and he's okay. kind of like more of like a horror sci-fi centric kind of mm -hmm. deal but he's like a big deal so we've gotten some fans through that for sure like we there's we've gotten some crossover there i mean you know it's funny i was a little uh, i'll be totally honest with you because i remember when we texted a long time ago we've connected over text we oh, have yeah. never been never hung in person no yeah um and and so getting to, to talk to you uh i was excited i'm a fan of the of your band thank you i um, appreciate that um, but I'm, but it's intimidating because your music is really heavy, and I didn't even think it's a persona, but it's a side of you that comes out when you're making music. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, it can come out in real life too. But I'm sure <laughs> I'm not just you know I'm not a fucking prick. You know right. I like to think. Yeah, know, yeah. But but there's like a heaviness to it that's you know it's 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 hard. I feel like that's what it all used to be. Right now it's over time it's change i mean there's definitely you know even with what we're doing and kind of promoting what we're doing now we're trying to like in an artful way peel back some of that curtain a little bit and mm -hmm. kind of let some of that realness or whatever you want to call it seep through but to me it's like and this has been really confusing for me during our career is we've always been really chastised for letting like the art lead first and letting mm. it come with that heaviness and gravitas and be what it's meant to be because mm -hmm. a lot of the records and stuff that I like were led that way. And like, you know, the darkness or whatever of the art yeah, the was darkness. somewhat reflected in like everything in, in the whole package. And now you're in rock, especially you're beat up for doing that because it's kind of like in hip hop, it's very acceptable. Right. It's, it's actually the biggest hip hop artists are all the ones who do that. Right. And they kind of, they keep, they keep aesthetic through line through the whole thing. But now in rock and stuff, like I think people have determined that like the way to, you have to be the most, I don't know what you want to call it, but I, I mean, you have to be this kind of real modern like version of yourself where like the art can't really lead unless you're on a certain level mm -hmm. of popularity, then you could do whatever you want to do. But you know, for a lot of us who are still swimming upstream, that's not really, allowed or, or people don't like that well you guys have existed as i don't even want to say underground but more niche in a sense early on because of sure. the because the heavy music but then you could also say like you're you've been nominated for grammys twice mm -hmm. which is a pretty huge accomplishment i've never been thank nominated you. for a grammy well thank i appreciate um, that a lot thank you um, that's a big accomplishment and groundbreaking for a genre that doesn't usually get recognized. Because when I look at you guys, I, I, I see a really authentic kind of 
the roots of your music is very authentic. It's it's a heavy band that started in a garage somewhere. It's mm, not sure. uh, an art project in first in in a sense for where how you started. Now I think you probably grow. Uh, how long have you guys been together? Fifteen years. I mean, technically, like, because yeah, technically, like since we were in middle school, you know. But right. like, really. It's kind of like we were in multiple bands that had a similar name because, you know, you know, in high school, you're in bands yeah, with your you're buddies and stuff. stuff. Out, yeah. And we were trying stuff out. And um, so, like, you know, a while. But we've all been, we've all, I've been with the same people minus our drummer since we were 12. Yeah. So you've been together a long ass time. It seems natural that you would want to push the boundaries of what you guys do. To me, that's art. You get more paintbrushes, you get more paint, you can do more things than than what you used to be able to do to me it's always been both like my whole mentality of like my vision for what a cool because like what i'm always looking at is like okay where's the hole like i personally don't just want to be in a band like mm -hmm. you wouldn't really see me just drumming in a band or singing in a band to me i want to fill whatever i feel is like the void of what something i would really like in all ways right mm. so basically to me my the coolest version of like a new heavy modern band would be and in, in what we attempt to be is on one hand almost like what i was explaining to you with the wrestling thing it's like on one hand a highly detailed somewhat methodical like through line creating like art project that does run through many records and runs through the merch and runs through all of the art and any any piece of anything you've ever seen from the band for the past 10 years. But on the other hand, something that's so raw and can jump out and like bite you at any moment. So mm -hmm. like on that stage, it's blood and, and it's, it's violence and it's like the sweat and it's the real realist shit. And it's all of us in pain. You know what I'm saying? Right. So to me, the idea of combining those two things, I was like, okay, probably, you know, 2014, 2000, right around then, it was like, okay, well, like, let's lay a new foundation to where we can build up, build that up and hang on to that rawness, but build this kind of like all-encompassing wall that's like, if you look at the records and everything, it's all, sorry, one big piece. Mm -hmm. And and maybe it's not, it's not all plotted out, mm -hmm. but there are lines that I know that, we want to build on, you know, and then we got Natch, we let life take its course and take the way it needs to go and let the songs direct where it needs to go. But like, to me, that's cool. And so that's kind of how we're going to live or die. You know, it's not, there's no, there's no changing. There's no going back. There's no, there's no looking back. It's just one way. I think that's how you, I think that's how you survive. I think that's how you live. I, I think that's the only way you could really actually stay in it and mean it um is if you're growing exactly and that's the thing like for us we're definitely at a point and and a lot of bands are where we're kind of on a tightrope of like mm. where we definitely do need to i don't care really to say it it's just the truth like we do need to get to a certain point to be able to exist you know and um but at the same time i don't really let that inform the art other than just putting full 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 effort into it yeah 100 i put 100 into it all the time as much as my you know i'm thinking about it literally my whole life 24 7 and trying to figure out we hit a lot of walls and figure out ways to dig under them and get to the other side and get to the next thing and what what could be the next thing what's something fresh what's something not going on in our world that that also is authentic to us mm-hmm and so, you know, it clicks or doesn't at the end of the day. Um, and we're definitely at that point of like a tightrope for sure. But either way, I know that I really do know that I'll be able to look in the mirror and be like, I'm into you, it. You'll put it in. You fucking put it in and, you, and, and, and it. you pave some ground for people as well. Yeah. I feel we've been, we've been able to do that. And so I'm proud of that. I think you guys have. I think I, I'll also to say for a band that started so long ago, um, it has to be, cause I know that's how we feel. And the, and the reason we haven't made anything in a long time is because of that is because we aren't going to say anything until we actually have something I to say that. that we mean. That's what you got to do. You can't be one of these bands 
You can be, obviously, but certainly, uh, I don't. Re- I mean, I get it as a job. I do, and I respect those guys. But art-wise, not personally, I don't respect these guys putting this shit out to get up there and to just keep getting up there. Because I know you got to get up train, there to get paid. Get, you know? Yeah, to me, that's the the conflict, right? To make money with the thing, we got to get up there, and so, and we haven't done it in a long time. And it's not because we don't want to. We like doing it. We're still a band. We've been a band since 96. Like we want to, but we learned whenever we forced ourselves to try to find something to say, it didn't feel right. And we we did that, I think twice where we made a record uh, because we felt like we had to make a record versus making a record because we needed to make a record because we had this vision that we needed to execute or this message we needed to say. And I think that's like where we've been at the last five years is we've been sitting here going, we want to make a record. We made a song a few years ago that we really were happy with and we put that out just because we wanted to put it out and we were all really happy with it and that was that. That rocks. That's, that's, I mean, but you've also done what's really smart, it seems like for, is you've built something else as well. Yeah. You built, I'm sitting in it, you know? Yeah. You built a little empire to, you know, keep doing your thing and and be creative in different ways. I mean, I don't think, I think you've, why would you need, you don't need to do another record unless you have something cool to add to the landscape. Even though I I'm agree. sure, I want to ask you this, when you see how, because I think about this stuff obviously on a much smaller level a lot, but when you see how like the culture of the type of stuff you guys do Mm. you know how it's obviously you know it's cyclical and has come back around in different forms obviously it's been like a big thing for a couple years and in different forms of music does that make you go oh fuck we need to because if it was me i would at least have the thing in my head because i have this in my head anyway and we're on the other end yeah of like like for instance when i see like fucking playboy cardi or whatever i'm like why, like, why the fuck aren't we a part of like, he Literally, the people he's got on stage just look like my band. It's you know funny. what I mean? So it's kind of hard to like, It's I wonder for you. It's if- funny because you guys would actually really click with, if you guys went and did a record with Playboy Cardi or like Homicide Gang is like a, a group that he works sure. with. Yeah. Um, or like, even like the Uzi record that just came out. I yeah. hear stuff on it and, I, and your band actually, I think is, in the fabric of of that music you guys are, are definitely you. um you're one of the bands to me that has been doing it a long time um you guys are, have a massive amount of respect from other bands so you get a lot which is hard to do right that's the only reason i really find it still interesting and stuff to like make this kind of music is because i feel like there's still something to be done there and on this record we just did the mission statement was like there's something to be done there like let's do it and let's just put it on wax and even though we are right now, stop talking about it and do it. Right. So I feel that with what we're doing here, uh, at least on record, you know, how things connect and whatever, that's up to the universe. But I feel that, you know, that was the mission statement is kind of make something that can be hopefully innovative while being exciting, while being hopefully much more than ourselves in the past, stickier, hookier, a little bit more accessible. And, you know, Look back to the old school. We had Steve Albini engineer this shit, mm-hmm. but we produced it mm. and we did all the sound design and mm. we made it all. We kind of brought, you know, so trying to meld those things. But was this the first time you'd done that? Yeah, like we've ended up doing a lot of that a lot of the time, but this is the first time we officially were like, you're like, we're, we're producing it. it. This is the vision. Yeah, that's cool. That that takes some confidence. By um, the way, yeah. I know a lot of I, I I definitely know that like I definitely know bands that that only want to produce their stuff that can be good sometimes it can be bad sometimes but i actually think we're in this time i think there's this moment in time when you've been doing it long enough you get spun around sometimes by all these different opinions and all these different things and certainly people mean well but a lot of them aren't even in bands a lot of them can't even write songs a lot of them can't make records a lot of them I don't know what it's like to go on tour. Don't know what it's like to step on stage, but they have an opinion because they've been in the music industry for a long time. It's so brutal, so, dude. It can be. Uh, I always tell artists from my perspective, I'm not listening to someone tell me what song I should put on my record or how it should sound if I wouldn't let them dress me. I wouldn't let them pick my furniture out. For sure, man. I wouldn't let them... Uh, 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 
order my fucking dinner. Uh, why would I let them pick a song that's going on my record? They're right. I agree. Completely. And generally, they're, w- w- it doesn't matter where they're coming from. And I get it. Like when you talk about Rick Rubin, that's why Rick Rubin has made a career because he's got, he exists in this place where he has a, a, a perspective and a taste that people trust because he's had it enough times. He's done it enough times. And I also don't think he pushes it. I think he probably exists in a space with artists where he shares what he thinks and how he feels. And there's some real, uh, it, it's like a creative director that comes in and shows you a pattern on a wall or something that you didn't know, think about. And you and he opens you up to a, a, a style or a world maybe you, you hadn't experienced. But th- there's that, that's the good side of A&R. The bad side of A&R is someone whose name's on a bunch of records, and God bless them, they probably uh, contributed good things to lots of people. But at the end of the day, I tend to step back and go like, and I'm not being a snob here. I'm saying from my own taste, right? I can step back and go, would I, do I really even, am I even attracted to this person's whole style? Am I even... Do I even fuck with this person? And they're, how do they how do they live their life? Like, what do they like? I really look at that. We could use Pharrell as an example. I've worked with Pharrell. That's I, so I, awesome. I always respected how how he carried himself. I respect, and it wasn't just how he dresses. Whatever. There's a style people have to them. It's an overall style. Some people, it's how they dress. Some people, it's it's their where they live. Some people, it's just how they are. And so I can't even hear creative input from someone that I don't vibe with I feel you, dude. on a style level in, in, in whatever that means, this right? This is why I got a, a bad reputation with these people, man. Yeah. I mean, well, I, trust me, I feel I've been struggling with Why that do you think you have a bad time. reputation with them? You get frustrated? I think that there's a lot of fucking just being straight up. I mean, there's just a lot of damn morons in this shit, man. More than most things, mm. man. More than even at fucking Trader Joe's. Time. Why do you think that is? Because there's no criteria of how to get into it. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. So you get into anyone it. Can, can anyone can walk in, make and a business card. Then you make card. something good happen, or you're a part of something good happen, and then all this good happening that you really didn't have shit to do with, and then all of a sudden you're at the next step. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're ten steps in, and you don't even know fuck about anything. You don't know shit about the creative part. You don't have an eye. You don't know how to physically make the stuff. You don't know how to make the clips and make the videos and make the merch and make the music. Mm. You don't know how to help a band figure out, you know, the real life part of it. Right. So what? And I've written this in an email and deleted it many times. Right. What period do period you period do? Right. What do you do? Right. You don't do (laughs) shit. So it's like, it gets to a point where I get... I just have to shut the fuck up because I get so frustrated. And what I just do is like what we're doing now. It's like, okay, my sister, who's a killer graphic designer, she's going to do all of our shit with me. Shade is just our keyboardist. He's just going to cut up all the video clips. Cause you say, to, you say to somebody, I'm getting too in, into this shit for, I'm going to get in mad trouble. But you say to somebody, Hey, pick the sickest parts of the video and make some clips. They're going to send, they send you the worst fucking parts of the whole thing. Right. Well, the parts so- that you're just like, how the fuck did you see this and think this is what we should put out there, you know? Right. So, so all I'm going to say is you're not going to get in trouble. Um, and not that you care, but for people to hear someone share their experience is really important. For artists to hear you having the same experience, because everyone listening to this tend to either be fans of music, artists themselves, uh, people who work in the music business, uh, people who are also trying to build things in their own lives, people that are trying to build businesses, people that are trying to start bands, trying to have creative careers, and people who are trying to actually just get personal growth and wellness. So people who are maybe trying to get physically in better shape, people who are or who are who are who are struggling with you know some mental health stuff that are trying to find some find some. Uh, uh, some examples of people who have, have dealt with the same thing because we all deal with the same stuff. Um, the artist's experiences tend to be very similar. So we all can relate to what you're saying. We all know what that feels like. So to yeah. hear someone say that, it actually feels good because we go, I oh, I feel what that What you way. said made me feel good because I'm like, thank God someone's saying it because I'm just like, dude, like it's gotten me to the point where 
and sometimes I just don't want to do this shit anymore because it's uh, at the point yeah. where like with my band particularly, and we do have, I just want to say like, we do have some really great person, people around us, like some. Which are the best when we you do. When you and do we've have moved that. a lot of people around, but there's like, we still have to do, and I wouldn't even like try to explain it, so much of the shit to the point where it's cracked some people, you know? Right. And it's really cracked them because- right it was going on for so long of mm. like every ad mat, every, you know, we had to be graphic designers, producers, video editors, directors, prop makers, a live band who's obviously going really hard, good, trying to be good as a live band. And I'm not bitching. I love doing that stuff. But like sometimes it gets to the point where it just feels so heavy on your back that when you're not like reaching a certain point where the returns are coming through because mm -hmm. they often don't i mean mm -hmm. for us they basically never do right. you know it's just like damn it's wow. a tough career. somebody else is getting a salary right to do one of these things right and my guys like fuck take me out of it completely because i am more of a creative person like my guys like shade or reba or whoever dom they could all work at all those places. Yeah, they've Send them at off, this stage they're experts. And they'll do the best shit. Yeah. They'll pick the coolest parts of the videos. They'll make the cool merch. Right. They know how to do it all. Mm -hmm. So it just sometimes being like the person who has to kind of lead the ship, I feel so frustrated for them that I'm just at the point where I'm like, sometimes I'm ready to crack, you know, being honest. And well, I'm like, man, fuck this whole shit. Because it's just it just feels sometimes like a like a well, a pointless endeavor, you know? can feel a bit like a hamster wheel. Oh, 100%. Um, and, and, but th that being said, I do think that for the most part, people come in and they want to be useful. For sure. And so, um, sure. you know, um, it really struck me. Uh, I was having this similar conversation with Ashton, uh, the drummer from Five Seconds of Summer, we were talking about. And I and I made a, 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 a comment about... You know, a lot of times our early deals are just not good deals. A lot of us have signed yeah. when we were early in our career. You know, the 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 the, the reason we started this company, our, our music company, MDDN, was a simple idea. We want to be the guys we wish we'd met. Yeah. Like, just tell us, just tell us, give us the information and just in encourage us to trust in ourselves. And, and so, uh, which is a, a noble uh, thought, uh, and we try, and we certainly that that you know our mission is to be that. But uh, it doesn't mean that everyone out there has bad intentions. It's not. The, it's, no, it's I not agree. The I totally um, agree. And totally I thought agree. he said some. He said um, what I learned is to have success, you have to uh, something to the effect of it does take a team and a, and a village, and you do have to share, and you do have to find. The, the, when, when you find the good version of that, it really works. But yes, certainly there are some bad versions. I just thought that was really insightful or even just, it wasn't even insightful. It was more challenging the way I said it made, I said it as if everyone you meet early in your career is bad. It's not true. Certainly when you're young and you don't have a lot of experience and you don't know anyone in the music business, it's easier to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. And there are certainly people that could could do that. And we all have some story of some bad deal or You some would person. think with all the books and movies and stuff that are out there, we wouldn't be so damn dumb still. Uh, well, I we don't, just all just keep doing the same shit. I, I don't think we're dumb. I think we're blinded by the dream that we have. 100%. And I mean, we, that's my life story. We're tunnel vision. That should vision. be my book title. Right. Blinded and by the dream. I feel that from you. and um, But also, even when, and this, I also want to make this point because everyone listening, when we discuss uh, our perspective on, let's say, other bands, right? The truth of the matter is, if we're all, if we're, if we were all in the room together, we would all be sharing the same, probably, frustrations We'd all be sharing uh, uh, a similar dream, you know. We all want to make it to the top of our game, hundred um, percent. And we and 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 then and then we all put out different art, and it all means different things to different people. Um, but I think here, taught in these conversations, I definitely like it to. I definitely want to have a space where. Uh, you can you can share without feeling like 
you're antagonizing or criticizing anyone, I think the, your perspective is really important because the journey of Code Orange has been the journey of Code Orange, right? You have, against a lot of odds, created, you, you know, built a career in, in, in a genre that 10, 15 years ago, no one would have said that's important genre. No one would have said you'll have a career doing that, kid, mm -hmm. right? There is a really important kind of chip on your shoulder that you have to keep uh, because where you started and where you are and where you want to go has been uh, a bit of like a trailblazing effort uh, because it, it's that. a genre that it, and, a, and a style of music that wasn't when you started uh, the most obvious choice for for uh, immediate success. Uh, but you, you. No, yeah, it's not. I mean, that wasn't even. Yeah, it's. Um, you it's guys just did our what culture. you felt. It's just our culture, and you did what you felt, and we love music exactly. And so you've built a career, and again, we could go back to the awards. We could go back to um, the, the 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 records. We could go back to the the touring, um, or we could just say the fact that you still exist today in a relevant way, where a lot of bands when you started don't. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't even know why. Because some bands make it and some don't. Some can can make it through the pain of of the of the of the the it's really the pain of life and the pain of growing um, that we're in a, that we're kind of living through. When you know the the band is a great metaphor for for a life. Uh, it's a painful journey having a career as an artist because it's not glory. It's not there's not a lot of glory. The shows we loved, you know, I'm like you. When I see a, a band play, you know, when I see uh, Bring Me the Horizon or Architects or 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 you guys, I go, let me on stage. Let me on stage. I, I can do that because I believe that For I'm sure. good. It's, you know, it's it's I imagine that, like that's what fighters, when they see other guys fighting, they go, I could take, I could take that guy. You know what I mean? It, it's a it's a great competitive thing that lives in us to want to get up there. And throw down the way we do, For right? Sure. With our brand, um, but the journey's painful, and what it takes to stay in it is it's deeper than just stringing together a bunch of wins, because those don't last. You're on to the next. Um, there's more failures than there are wins, um, but whatever the fortitude it takes to stay in it and stay together, it's probably the biggest success story. You know, when you think about marriage, when ones that go, oh, they've been married for 20 years. Wow. Why do we all go, wow? Because we know how fucking hard it is sure. for people to stay together. So when a band's together for 15, 20 years, I go, wow. Because it's hard. It's, yeah. Because you're all suffering together. Yeah. You're all in the boat together suffering. Yeah. And everyone goes, oh, that must be fun. You're like, yeah, there's fun parts for sure making a record, putting it out and having the satisfaction of listening to the record that I made and some people liking it, going on stage, it's really fun. Touring's hard. Yeah, those two are pretty much, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is, you know, that those are the two fun parts pretty much. And seeing people enjoy, you know, seeing people that love your band, that, that's a good feeling. I mean, I literally, I love that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I and I think the one thing for us is like having like, grinded for every inch kind of we've really had no overnight pop off at any point there's, no. there's like so it's kind of it's kind of really been super incremental so i genuinely do have true like love and appreciation in my heart for like those who follow us yeah and like not everybody has to do this but for me i like to go at the end of the show and pretty much just get out there and whoever's out there talk to every single person because i like to I do like to feel that because mm -hmm. it helps remind me, it gives me fuel. So like really they're always giving me fuel to keep going because, you know, there's other parts of it that are hard, but like just knowing there's people who kind of get it or even just like talking to you or when we, I would talk to, you know, when we had Billy and mm -hmm. Billy would, when we were working with him and he was just like, he was like, you gotta, he just saw, he hadn't even listened to any of our records other than the shit I sent him for this. He hadn't heard, he never heard our records at all. So he just heard the things we were doing for this. Right. And he was like, dude, you got to go for it. Like you could, you could do something with this. Like he really felt that. That's just, I just always just that little bit of fuel I can put in my tank will get me through the next 
through the winters, you know? Yeah. So, and same with the kids, like when the kids really get it or even if they don't get it at all, but they really appreciate it and they're respectful, like it, it keeps me, it's like the only reason I can keep doing this or just having these conversations and feeling like, damn, actually maybe you did do something that has had a little ripple effect here or there. Cause it's hard to see sometimes it's very hard to see when you're in it. It is hard. It's very difficult. I mean, especially when you're not, you know, we're not sitting there fucking counting money like at all. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, what are we even doing it for? You know what I mean? But then you remember and it's for the art and it's for to be, to, to create what you want to see. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's my, my end goal. And I have nothing but respect for all the bands and nothing but respect. I feel that. I really don't I because if I didn't, cause I'm not like, I'm not walking in fear. I don't go and drop people's names and say this stuff. The only time you're going to hear disrespect from me is when disrespect's been given. Right. You know, I'll talk about how I feel about shit in general. Right. I'm not going to go say this band or that band or the other band because a lot of them I've, well, not all of them, but sometimes I meet these guys and I, and they're fucking awesome. And I think they're yeah. killer guys. Sometimes I meet them and I'm like, fuck them, you know, right. yeah, but that's life. I'm still not, if they're not coming at me, I'm not coming at them. I will talk about the way I view things as a whole. Totally. But that's kind of my vow to myself. You know what I mean? Well, also that's your perspective that is important because it actually make it, it actually helps me understand your music more. So that's, I think, I think there's room for all of us to have. Uh, our perspective on things and it's valid you know we, we all have we all have a perspective i have i have my own perspective that some stuff people may agree with and some stuff i know like in music I, 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 a lot of my perspective likely doesn't hit with a lot of people because i i have a very I don't know. I, I I can I really do kind of appreciate lots of things for different reasons. That's a great. That's why you can. That's why sometimes when I try to imagine my like when I think about my band and then not saying I can't grow in the future, but I try to imagine myself doing something like what you're doing. Mm. To do what you're doing, you got to be able to appreciate lots of things for lots of reasons. Yeah, in a real genuine way, or else you just can't do what you're doing. So sometimes I ask myself, like, like I'm, I would like to have more of that when it comes to music, and especially when it comes to like the sphere—not music in general, of course, music in general—but like the sphere of music that I'm in. My view at times is kind of narrow, but I recognize that it's because I'm kind of on this, this, this long arduous crawl forward. You know what I mean? But like. But I don't want to be that way. So like hearing somebody like yourself who has that perspective and can appreciate X, Y, Z. And like for me, that's great learning for me. I, and I really love to learn from people like that, you know? I, I think some of it's age, right? I'm older than you. Um, some of it is like you probably would outside of your genre. Like I do outside of my cause, genre. Because if sure. you played me like maybe a bunch of pop punk records, I probably would be like, nine out of 10 of them, I would be like, nope, totally. nope, nope. Totally. And you'd be like, what are you talking about? This band's amazing. I know that. And so I, I kind of see that, but then also I do just think it's age and I do think it's practice. I do think that like, I've been, I've been lucky enough to like building this company for 10 years from zero to where we're at now has been a practice of like sitting with artists and listening and actually gaining their perspective and and realizing that all of us are in the same boat we've it's hard for everyone totally. everyone has some challenge whether they're making tons of money playing big shows they're making no money playing small shows or anywhere in between everyone has some painful challenge that they're going through uh that i that's valid and so I no longer say, well, what are you complaining about? You you have it all. It's all going well. I, I, now, now I, when I stopped looking at the results of every, everybody's results yeah. and I just like actually feel what they're saying about their experience, I can actually just empathize. I can have empathy. That opens up a whole new channel, man. That's like a whole new. And it's valid. That's a beautiful thing. I've read a lot about that philosophically and trying to because i really do try to tap into tap into things outside of 
my station you know right your your awareness where you're at and i can see it i really can i do think yeah in my like particular field of music that's probably where i am the most like uh, like everything like just feel like it's like nails on a chalkboard to me you know mm -hmm. but i trying to fight through that but like when it comes to I, I think that's really interesting. I bet being in the position you're in, like being able to meet with so many different artists, it's like the same way you feel when you just like kind of come and passing meet a band and they end up being really cool. And yeah. all of a sudden you're like, whatever their dumb shit they do, they get the pass in your head. You're like, they're fucking cool. Or I become you know a fan. I mean? Or yeah, I even exactly, become a, exactly. I hear the music different. <laughs> Yeah. Or, or and or, you're like you almost want to defend them. You're like these guys are. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so. yeah. And I and I will. I'll I'll always defend. Um, uh, I'll always make a case for someone. And in rock music, I think we don't talk enough. Bands don't. I just don't feel like we work together enough. I feel that. I mean, we definitely don't talk to that many people at all. Yeah, so we're definitely. That's why I felt lucky when we uh, when we connected and we started texting. Dude, I love it. I well, like, we don't really get a lot of reach out either, so yeah. it's not like you know we're just kind of like we're not like isolated, but we're a little bit in a corner. And some of that is definitely because of our own doing, just in terms of like being when you're just focused on one thing and one thing only. It's like you feel. You know, like a lot of times, like in our career thus far, it's like, I'm not looking at everything. I'm right. just looking at one thing. Yeah. I'm trying to get where I'm going and be as great as I can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes it's like, that makes you a little bit un, you know, I say it to say, I don't, I don't blame anybody for not, you know, but like I have good, you know, when we, anytime I can get in and talk to somebody such as yourself who's just like a real person and is down with the band like anybody who's into the band like what what am what is there for me not to like about that like, yeah i love that i i i it, it it means a lot to me when people are into the band man and get it and want to see it succeed it means a whole lot to me honestly like and there's been lots of dudes in bands who their band i wasn't really fucking with and they just musically and they were down with our shit and we talked and yeah, it changes your whole perspective. Again, it's like, might not be the music I fuck with now, but like, again, you'll never, you're not going to hear a side word out of me about those bands mm. because we have that mutual respect. Mm. So that's just what life, that's life in general. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But we're definitely sometimes a little bit closed off, but once we're in the same bubble, you know, we're not, I think we're actually definitely a lot more personable in that way than people would think. Yeah, I think so. Sitting with you. Oh, uh, I was there. I was. Uh, I was. Uh, I was like, oh, this will be. Uh, it's interesting. You don't do a lot of podcasts. Not a lot. No, I mean, I'm trying to get in the mix a little bit, but no, no. no. Why'd you say yes to this one? Um. Well, one, we had great talks before. Yeah. And um, when we were doing talking about doing that stream and trying to figure that all out, and that got fucked up. But um, I just thought that you were cool. Cool. And I just feel like you have an awesome platform also so more to me it's like i appreciate not why do why do i say yes i appreciate you giving us any a platform to yeah. do this shit with where i'm you do all kinds of big artists and stuff we're not the biggest artists in the world at all but i do feel like we have something to we have some we definitely have more to input to the conversation than i think than than we've been able to show so any chance to just kind of talk to somebody like you and talk to the people like I'm very down for. Yeah. I think it's important. I don't want to talk to bullshit people who, you know, yeah. we're having a bullshit conversation because I'm just not, I'm a, I'm like an aura guy. Like if I'm, if I get with you and it's off, I can't, I'm not good at being fake about it. Right. And it kind of turns me into somebody I don't want to be like where I'm just kind of like shut down. Because it's like, I'll mm. feel, and not like judging somebody based on not, oh, somebody's kind of like off socially. That doesn't matter to me. Or right. somebody's like, there's like an aura thing. Yeah, aura. That I really trust. Vibe. In my, I trust in my heart deeply. Yeah. Really trust. That's the one thing, you know, I have a lot of self-doubt at times, but I trust my vibe on people in that way. Yeah. And if I feel kind of like a parasitic evil aura off of you, mm. it's pretty hard to undo. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can if you time will tell if you're doing the right thing but sometimes you meet people and you know what mm. i um it's real you got to be ready for them and why do you think you have self-doubt i always do i mean that's what all of our records are about it's mm. about 
pretty much, you know, in this mm. record, in a lot of ways, brings just change how I listen to your music. I mean, our it's whole cool. our whole catalog. I can kind of explain it almost record by record. Basically, you know, the I Am King record is very much about like finding forced self confidence mm. because you feel very. You know, you feel, well, we always were. We've always been outcasts. Even being part of like the hardcore culture, there was a very small amount of time where we were universally accepted in that culture. A matter of months, not mm -hmm. even years. It's it's always been very divisive, and even amongst the bands, not just talking to kids and mm -hmm. outward facing. You know, so it was about kind of like forcing your way in. You know, and right. then you know, so, so sorry to stop you, but let's go back further to like starting a band. Was there a need? For I know, so from my experience, I needed self-confidence. I didn't have a lot growing up. I yeah, was, me either. I was, uh, I had a low self-esteem. I had a, a tough childhood uh, and it was hard at school and I needed something uh, uh, to attach myself to, to make myself feel like I was valuable. And that was what making it was all about. If I can just make it, if I can just get a record deal, I'll be worth something. And then it grew from there. Now, not all of that is healthy at a certain point, but to start, I think that was the most amazing thing about music in a band was, was me and my brother finding our self-worth. Later on, we had to work on ourselves to actually go, okay, this isn't actually what gives us self-worth. It, it's what we attached our idea of self-worth to in the beginning to, to kind of carry us out of a bad situation. But then as we grew up into grown-ups, um, you have to find your self-worth actually in yourself and in your life. And it can't just be the success. It can't live and die with the success of your music. But early on, that's what I think we needed was a vehicle to attach our idea of success to so that we could actually get at least our life was a series of losses. There was no wins. And I think in order for someone to feel uh, valuable and successful, they need wins. Yeah. And even like, you see with most normal kids, they get to go through life and have like a series of little wins. Like they play soccer and they do this and they do that. And they have parents that are going like, yeah, that's a good thing. That's like, that's what kids need. When you don't have that, I think you, you experience loss for long enough that you become like hopeless and you, and I think we had this like pipe dream idea that we'd start a band and then everything would be better if we just make it. Now we learned that that's not, True, but we did have a win and we had a, a series of wins that I think got us out of the hopelessness and we started working on ourselves. But with you, when you say my self-confidence and you say it's on every record, I, it literally just hit a switch in my head that I actually don't think I'll ever listen to your records the same again. It's with a new light, which is pretty cool because I didn't take you as the person in the songs that needed to feel the way. Every word I've, every you I've ever said in a song can just be right back in my song. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's also about some use, right? you know? Yeah. But it's a lot of, you know, it's kind of like the record we just made, um, just called The Above, it actually has the most in common thematically with the I Am King record, but it's from like almost a complete opposite perspective of it's really truly a record about like self-acceptance on mm. like a deep level. Yeah. You know? And, you know, it's kind of been our arc. It's like that first record kind of is about finding that and the forever record is about it kind of turning to this burning fire of almost like revenge and hate, you mm -hmm. know, wanting to kind of burn the world down. And then our last record underneath, kind of starts sort of like an introspective journey, but it's a little bit more societal and about like how it's in inner, you know, going, how like the, our modern society kind of like rewires our minds, you know? Right, and, it's a, it's and, a worldview. And this is a record about the soul in a lot of ways. Right. And it's, it has the most in common with that first one. It kind of comes back to looking inward in, in like a more, in a in a sense of accepting faults that you've created and accepting you know things about yourself that maybe you don't like and instead of maybe like feeling like you need to you know we need to work and change and become better people but also being willing to live on that island of self and that's the same kind of journey of our band mm. and and you know it's like 
whatever happens when we put this record out, you know, this is true self. This so is, uh... it's, it, it, if it's successful and, you know, you get that, that light of adoration, Mm. that's beautiful but this record's kind of about ignoring one light and trying to go towards another which is like that light of self you know it's kind of like we have these who am i moments through life where we have to almost like reestablish every now and then like like we we grow so every now and then i have to reestablish like who am i well what do i believe in what are my values a lot of them are the same that they've always been but some of them some ways I've evolved, some things I've, I've got new information, I've got new experience, but I do have to reestablish like, who am I? And why am I doing this? And what do I believe in? And what am I fighting for now? And it feels like that on this record. There's this, it's like, there's this, this, this almost, as I said, we've burrowed toward in this, down this one direction. And I feel mm -hmm. almost this like parasite of, of, of self-doubt, of hatred towards mm. others, of, you know, I almost view it as like this like, like nihilism or like this fucking Travis Bickle feeling, you right. know, and it's like attached to my head and it's trying to guide me towards one light, which is maybe this light of want, you know? And what, what I'm kind of going through on the record is being kind of taken by that but hopefully ending up on the other side to something, you know, more natural. That's why, like, even if you pull the picture real quick, mm -hmm. like, you know, I want to show you something. Yeah. So, like, you know, metaphorically, it's like what this is, is us in, like, what's almost like a perceived, like, beach, you know? Mm -hmm. But really, it's like this LED studio. And, you know, the water is this is fake tinfoil. And you mm -hmm. just see a little bit of the screen. It's like the artificial, idyllic version of success and mm -hmm. paradise. Yeah. And, you know, it's like we're, we're, we're facing that off versus, you know, the more raw version of that, which is, you know, being naked and alone, you know, yeah. on, on the island. So we try to kind of interject all that yeah. stuff into the imagery throughout the record and you know the inside of the record is like collages of our process and our our art and you know artificial art and all these kind of things combined into the one element you know into what we are becoming yeah i like it um i feel that i it's interesting when you said that the want um Lately, I've been like really trying to meditate on not wanting anything, you know. And I'm not had talking a day like about, that in my life, but I would like one. Not talking about. I guess I am talking about everything. I I've been really. I found myself struggling sometimes with uh, inner peace and contentment sometimes with what I have. And like, I someone said something to me about gratitude. I really believe in gratitude. I try to practice it. And it's not that I'm like sitting there looking at anyone else going, I want what they have. That's not it. But maybe it's self-acceptance. I, I was analyzing it because I was like, why am I not content with just what I have right now? And if you told me, well, what do you want different? I'd say nothing. I don't want anything. It's not, I don't want to, I like the car I drive. I don't want a different car. It's not that, but it's a feeling of, of the whole it's a whole. a whole, that's it. And you know, we use that as like a metaphor even on our last record of like, you know, the rabbit hole. And we kind of, it's almost like this kind of technological idea, but like mixed in with that, that hole that, that we're trying to fill, you know what I mean? I agree. And, and so and the only reason I jump off on these little tangents here in these conversations is for people listening, because I really do believe that like, while we have a conversation and people are getting to sit like, People are getting to listen to us at like a dinner table and we're, and we're just talking like we would just waxing on life and our experience in our careers and stuff. And we're sharing our experience with one another. Um, for me, it's important that people listening that are all going through something are getting some insights because there's, we, we're all the same creatures. We're all the same beings. We're all, we're all, we all have the same problems in some different way, right? Like the, the, the variety of human problems are all the same. We're, we're like garden variety, right? So um, so I always stop and think like, okay, when you said 
want. It's it struck me because I have been meditating on that. Like, like how do I not? It's not that I don't want to accomplish things or build things. That's not what I'm talking about. I come to work every day and I and I and I tinker or I lay. It's essentially like being in a garden. I'm satisfied with that. I like what I do. I don't feel like I'm going too slow or too fast. I always want more when it comes to that because I want to watch things grow. It's the nature of like what we do. Um, but it's more like an inner satisfaction and peace with what, and I, when I say what I have, and then we talk about it, you actually just kind of like made me go deeper on it and go, maybe it's not actually what I have, but more just who I am. And that's the hole that I think we all have to find. We have a relationship with it and we have to continue to explore like how we feel about ourselves. What, what are we satisfied? And some of it is healthy. Some of it should be growth. We should change. We should try and be healthier. We should try and be more learned in things that we're interested in. We should try to be, I think, have a better relationship with ourselves and with each other, with other people. So I think growth is a real thing. But in that process, I do think that like there is this like idea of letting go of want, letting go of need to be anything more than what we can be and what we're trying to be, Let, letting go of what, what our perception of how we stack up next to other people, letting go of needing anything to be happy and actually going like, happiness i think is going to be a thing that we discover inside of ourselves it's not obtainable now we can obtain joy we can obtain obviously fun it's fun to make money it's fun to go see places it's fun to you know fall in love it's fun to do a lot of things but like true happiness is only going to come in from inside you and like i think there's something in there with this new oh, no, there is. I mean, the last line of the record is like, acceptance is a faraway place, but I'll keep beating it in, you know? So it's kind of like the idea is, I am like the opposite in a lot of ways of those ideals. Mm. But like what, you know, what my, my journey is to become like a better person and even to be free artistically. You know, like the tagline we use for the record and the line that, Billy says on the record is spread your wings, you know? And on the record, he almost says it like sarcastically. It's like, go for it. But in a more literal sense, it's like, be free, you know, go for it. But at the same time, be ready to accept that this is self. And what, you know, whatever it is you present, whatever it is, however it is, it ends up. All you have at the end of the day is the man in the mirror and yep. the choices that you made. And you know, that is genuinely how like at my core, obviously making lots of mistakes, I do try to operate my life, you know, with the people closest to me, you know, it's with loyalty and with respect and with love and with watching out for one another mm. and to try and it's a big struggle for me to this minute, you know, every, every minute I was bitching on the way in here about some shit, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's nature. a struggle it's nature. to just try to quiet, quiet all those voices. Cause I'm the kind of person where genuinely like, and there are a lot of people like this. I haven't honestly met a lot of people who are able to at least explain it in a way where it connects with me. Like, okay, that's how I feel too. Mm -hmm. But I read and stuff. There's so much going on in my fucking head. I mean, it's literally like it feels sometimes like I'm drowning. Yeah, well, in, you're likely in everything, in thoughts, ideas, what I could, what we could be doing better, and this thing, and and obviously when it comes to the band, personal stuff, like, but you know, the band has been the, a big chunk of that for so long. It's like, how do we just and just leave the end blank because it could be whatever. Mm. How do we just and just trying to get a hold of that beast and tame it. That's always my goal. I don't know if I, you know, I don't think the record has any answers on being successful. That that's going to be determined by however it ends up that I live my life. But And, and you know, likely a feeling you have. 
success. Something. I don't know. It's di- Obviously, it's actually really interesting to hear where you're coming from because we're in very two different positions where you know, you've obviously done a lot of things that I would be very pleased to do in many ways, you know, mm. obviously not exactly the same, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, like totally. A parallel yeah. course yeah. of things in this business or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but hearing you express those same things, I mean, it, it, it reminds me of what I know, which is that, you know, at the end of the day that those things aren't gonna, aren't gonna do it. But mm. when you don't have those things, mm-hmm. There's that other thing too, which I'm sure you remember as well. And you experience in different ways, like with artists you're working with and like things you want to make happen, maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily for your band. Cause you've kind of been there and done that, mm-hmm. but you're like, you don't, you can't do that thing. And it's, you're probably getting, getting good at containing that. But for me, what I'm feel so frustrated with so often, and I think you would understand and you even expressed this to me in a way that really stuck with me at the time when we were talking about doing the stream is I have so much creative stuff that I would like to offer the world. Like I really, really do. And I just feel like in the position I'm in, I really can't. I mean, Mm. Code Orange right now is definitely at the maximum of what we're able to offer. You know, we're going to drop a video tomorrow that I'll show you before we leave that like I think is maximum level creativity. You know, our merch, our show, the show we're able to pull off. Mm -hmm. We put everything into it, but it's just this feeling inside of me. Like that's one of the demons haunt that haunts me the most is like, I feel like I could like make stuff that's so that would be really cool for, for, for people. Mm-hmm. And so not at times feeling like restricted in doing that. That's restricted probably the biggest because it costs, right? Because of costs, because I'm not really being, you know, in a spot where that makes sense. You right. know, mm-hmm. it's obviously mostly like financial. Yeah, and yeah, mostly, yeah. It's, it's you know, which, cost. which, and and that's that's okay. That's that's it's, life. It's, it's all all of our. But our then you, it's like that's problem. where the bitterness comes into play for me. Is like, and that's why you'll hear me kind of wax on about the genre and stuff because I just feel like at times I'm like, there's so much that can be done. Like I could right. see it. I mm-hmm. could see how this could be the fucking sickest thing there is, especially in this moment of time where this shit really is popping Mm -hmm. And I just don't really see it happening. So obviously that almost goes against everything we're talking about, but we're human beings here. That's like the main monkey that's always on my back. And so when I talk about popularity and this kind of thing, that's really what it is. I truly just want to be able to- Do more. Do more and like put, like like I wrote a fucking movie for this thing you know, that were all these music videos that I really believe would be like the most killer music video film there is. Like mm-hmm. it's be killer, but we can't do it of course, because right. we can't afford it. Right. We distilled a lot of that into what we are going to do. And it made, it elevated those things. So it was for a purpose. And mm-hmm. those things are fucking killer now. And, and they have so much into them. Uh, we were able to meet some insane film people because of it that helped us. And so there's great things because of it. But, but so- you know, I feel like I will, Sometimes I feel just like if I, I wish I could explode all this stuff to the world and really show like, at least with this Code Orange project, like how, what it could really be. Cause I almost feel like what I'm able to give right now is just a version of what it can be in its position. Right. Which is, I'm grateful to do and I'm happy to do, but I would, you know, that's what I, that's what I would like to do. Well, you're likely probably like, I'm guessing, right? You're probably ADHD, right? Seems like it. All right. So that's a thing. Let me know, Dr. Madden. I, I, mean, I believe I'm you. just going to tell you right now. I feel you. Bro. You're, you're you're like high, 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 high function ADHD. For sure. A hundred percent. So I think you got to recognize that there's a certain way that our brains uh, operate that like we have to respect and come to uh, understand and live with because it'll otherwise drive us crazy. I know. I feel like I'm being driven crazy by it, like every day. And sometimes, like, and and, and I, I don't even medicate, but 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 I do believe that you have to come to have a relationship with that part of you, so that you accept like that um, part of you will never change, and part of you may calm down as you understand, like like you're likely on all the learning dis, dis like for me, I was on all of the learning disabilities and all that stuff because ADD, ADHD, all that stuff. 
Um, but then like dyslexia, all that stuff. There's there's a whole like world of like our brain, creative brains being wired the way they are. Yeah. And so like they can make us feel a little mad. Um, um, but even just like starting to just have it in the side of our brain that like we also that that we are wired differently and that like we function um in our own little way like we have videos we're idiosyncratic people that do things our own way um and and that we'll never be able to do it the way they do it we always have to do it the way we do it yeah likely there's a part of you that'll never be satisfied creatively because you're always going to be wanting doing more and you have to kind of like wrap your head around what that means means i'll never ever stop creating so even when I do this, I'll wish it was that because I want to do that. And one day when I do that, I'm going to wish it was that. Yeah. And there's there's a part of it that you have to like, you have to, I think, um, embrace because it keeps you going forward. And there's a part of it you have to learn to live with, like the dissatisfaction of, of like- That's what I'm kind of nervous about right now. And like even my, my girl's nervous about it is because like this thing right here- Yeah. This has been me in a hole for years. I mean, every single thing Great. that I've been doing I can't wait to hear it. for years, yeah. you know, like, and so that's kind of scary because I think that's not a good mentality, but that is how, especially with these last couple, I approached the records. It's like, we've done sideline things, but they're all like, <laughs> It's like I'm building this and, and no, even on the fucking our remix record, I put this like murder board on the front because I felt like that was the best way to describe it. Yeah. It's like, I'm seriously like, and all of us have, but in terms of like conceptually and stuff, yeah. I've been building this damn thing for fucking three and a half years or whatever. So I'm a little nervous because I need to be, I need to be. That's good though. All right with it, what, whatever it is, you know, because when you build something that deep, it's sometimes it's like you and you give it to the world. Yeah. To me, like like when I hear other um, like artists talk about records and like how they make them, it's so different than like my personal yeah. experience. Like it's nothing like that. Like they're just like, yeah, we like make the songs and, and they're good. And you know, it's like, I don't think about it like that at all. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm trying to build a fucking bomb yeah. for like years yeah. until it's right. And then sometimes it goes off and nobody fucks with it, you know what I mean? So that's a nerve wracking feeling. So I'm a little bit nervous right that only of, not of what it'll be perceived as, but just of myself of like, are you gonna be all right with this? Well, it's you know? because you care deeply. Oh and there's God. certainly like, uh, it, honestly, that's refreshing for me. I mean, I'm, I'm- I'm ready to fucking die for it. I'm excited for the record. And, when's, and when are you guys gonna go on tour? Um, I think we're starting stuff in September. Okay. We just did a Europe tour for like a month. Cool. And yeah, we got this song and video with the the Billy feature coming out tomorrow. Awesome. And uh, me and the dude who did our past videos, we co-directed it. So I got to do get my first foray into that whole deal. Sick. And I was in on all the meetings and on and everything and the coloring and that. So it was yeah. a really cool experience, like to learn all that. So yep. And then we 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 get off to it. So we'll see what happens. So by the time this comes out in two weeks, it'll be out. The song with the video will be out. Song and the video are, are out the for rest now. Of the disc is coming. And the rest of the album's coming September. September. September 29th. Yeah. Code Orange. Code Orange. Jamie, man. Hey, man. Thank, Thank you. you. It was awesome. Learned a lot. Appreciate Thanks for it. Thanks coming, dude. No bad times. I don't want no bad. Thank you for checking out today's episode of Artist Friendly with Jamie Morgan from Code Orange. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe on Spotify and Apple. You can rate it. You can leave a review. Thanks for the support. And we'll see you next time. Bad.